Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. As anti-Asian hate crimes have surged in the United States, Asian American scholars and activists have responded by speaking out about their stories, which have often been overlooked in textbooks. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Gary Okihiro, a professor emeritus of international and public affairs at Columbia University and author of Margins and Mainstreams, Asians in American History and Culture. He said, There are so many stereotypes and myths about Asians in America, and they really need to be disabused. According to the 2020 census results, 23 million Asian Americans in the United States can trace their ancestry to more than 20 countries, And many of these individuals have roots in the U.S. that span decades and even centuries. But Asian immigrants were denied citizenship for much of American history. Their American-born children were granted citizenship, but they themselves couldn't even apply. This dates back to the 1790 Nationality Act, which limited citizenship to only, quote, free white persons. 
But after World War I, many people, including Asian Americans, were seeking citizenship through the courts by demonstrating that they were white. Two of the most notable were Bhagat Singh Thind, a Sikh immigrant from the Indian subcontinent who served in the U.S. Army, and Takao Ozawa, an immigrant from Japan who had lived in the U.S. for 20 years. Both appealed to the Supreme Court on racial grounds. Ozawa argued in 1922 that he was white because he had adopted American culture. Then Thind argued in 1923 that he was Caucasian because he grew up in the Caucasus Mountains. The court denied both Thind and Ozawa's citizenship based on race. Yet their challenges show how Asian Americans resisted laws that limited their naturalization, believing that they were entitled to their full rights as Americans. Thind, who had served in the army, eventually was granted citizenship in 1936 when a bill was passed providing citizenship to anyone who had served. But it wasn't until the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952 that every Asian immigrant finally became eligible for citizenship under the law of the land. Okihira said, Asians were not immigrants like Europeans, and unlike Europeans, were never intended to be citizens of this country by the founders of this nation. But despite all that, they stayed, and they made laws for them, and their children became American. Another battleground for rights took place during World War II. Following the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the U.S. government began to fear that Japanese Americans were enemy agents of Japan, even though two-thirds of Japanese Americans were American citizens, according to Okihiro. Uh, There was no evidence to support these claims, and decades later, Ronald Reagan would declare internment a mistake based solely on race, implicitly recognizing that these fears were rooted in racism. But at the time, as a result, the government ordered 120,000 Japanese Americans to leave their homes and relocate to internment camps under Executive Order 9066, issued by President Franklin D. Roosevelt. And as the war progressed, the government began seeking Japanese Americans from the camps to serve in the U.S. Army. The government presented residents in the camps with a loyalty questionnaire. Two questions, questions 27 and 28, were particularly controversial asking Japanese Americans if they would renounce any loyalty to Japan and serve in the U.S. military. About 6,700 individuals, including a fair number of second-generation Japanese American men who became known as the No-No Boys, answered no to both questions. By answering no, they challenged the U.S. government for depriving them of their rights and treating them as enemies. Okihiro said, The no-nos were responding to this illegal confinement of them. There was no reason given for their mass confinement. There was no justification for holding citizens within those camps. For their refusal, the no-no boys were incarcerated in a federal penitentiary at Fort Levensworth for the duration of the war, according to Okihiro, who argues that their defiance showed they were true Americans. He said, But what they were trying to do was to have the U.S. live up to its constitution and the promises afforded to all citizens. If that's not patriotism, I don't know what is. Beyond both of those examples, Filipino Americans played a key role in the labor movement in the U.S. Filipinos comprise the third largest group of Asian Americans. The Manila galleon trade brought indentured Filipino workers to Mexico, from where they eventually made their way to California, Louisiana, and beyond. 
Additionally, Filipino indentured workers, along with Chinese and Japanese workers, were brought to provide labor to sugar plantations in Hawaii and on the West Coast. Okihiro said, Now, these workers who came to Hawaii and to the West Coast, over time, they began to see that they might want to stay here in the U.S. And when they did that, they began to demand rights. That led to the formation of unions, with Filipino farm workers like Larry Itliong and Philip Vera Cruz banding together with Mexican civil rights activists Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta to boycott non-union grape growers in the Delano Grape Strike. Thus, the United Farm Workers Movement was born. Leaders like Itliong went up and down the coast from the fields of California to salmon canning industries in Alaska to organize workers. Okihiro said, This is an amazing thing because agricultural workers were never organized by unions until Asians and Mexicans got together and formed those agricultural unions. Today's episode is based on the article, Five Things About Asian American History They Don't Teach in School on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Tara Yard-Legata. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klein. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.